Hey, it's 2016 and we're back. How does over $10,000 in new recurring revenue sound for your budget in 2016? Pretty good, huh? Well, head on over to chamberfrontcover.com to learn how you can make the best New Year's resolution you've ever made. Again, that's chamberfrontcover.com. Check out the latest tool from our friends over at freshchambers.com. Today on the show, we interview Bonnie Frogner with the Griffin Spalding Chamber of Commerce. Episode 15 of the Chamber Podcast starts right now. Here's where the magic begins to make change happen. The human voice. It's the most powerful sound in the world. Getting curious about something and diving in. One of the things that I enjoy more than anything else is learning new things. Welcome to the Chamber Podcast. Bonnie, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about your chamber and your community. Well, we are the largest business organization in our community, which is composed of Griffin is the county seat, and then we have two smaller communities, Orchard Hill and Sunnyside. And how many members do you guys have at the chamber? We have 800 members at this point. Do you have any resources you'd like to share as far as value that you bring to your members on a weekly or monthly basis? Our small business committee offers um, some, we call it business in a nutshell, because it's done from 1130 to 1 uh, most uh, most months when we have the program. And that's um, where we offer programs that will benefit the small business, whether it's financial, whether it's marketing, uh, or, you know, what do I do to get more customers? Uh, Those programs generally are offered free of charge. And we have a sponsor for the lunch. So we'll do something like the first 25 who register get a free lunch. Those that uh, register after that maybe pay $5. So it's kept very reasonable. Um, We also have a big business expo in August, and we normally have about 70 to 80 vendors. And for our community, that's a good size. Um, But And that, too, is the um, fee to participate in that is kept to a minimum. We charge extra for uh, people who are non-members, and if they're non-members and this gets them to be a member, we will apply the um, application fee to their dues. So we try to make everything as reasonable as we can, um, not charge you know outrageous prices. We can't compete in our area because economically, we are just now beginning to see uh, some light at the end of the tunnel from the down, you know, trend of, uh, of the economy. And so we are just being gradual with what we do. And, and our main goal is to be able to provide whatever information, whatever services we can to the small businesses without um, dipping into their pocketbooks. It really sounds like you're focused on those small business members when you're putting together your programming, which I think is really awesome. We try. When you look back at 2015, what are some of the things that you look back and say, that was a success? I'm really glad that we did that. Wow. We have a couple of things. We have joined in partnership with uh, several other organizations to put on a 
big barbecue event in the downtown area. It's the um, Doc Holiday Barbecue and Blues Festival. And so we have become a partner in that. And just um, a side note, uh, Doc Holiday was born here in Griffin, Georgia, baptized in uh, the First Presbyterian Church. And so there are a lot of ties about Doc Holiday to this community, and we are beginning to capitalize on that with um, with an event like the Doc Holiday Barbecue and Blues Festival, and uh, with tourism. So that is something that's that's been new for us to be in, and something that we really uh, can see that's going to be growing. What are some of the challenges that you're facing right now? Well, in particular, like I said, with our economy, the way it's been is trying to provide enough services and benefits and member benefits that make people want to be a part of the chamber, even in times whenever the finances are not necessarily all there to um, to make them say, okay, I'm going to spend this because I know if I'm a member of the chamber um, that, you know, I'm going to get this, this, and this. So that's really what our challenge is, is continuing to find things that will keep them engaged and um, and want to be a member because they see the benefits. Now, Bonnie, before the interview, we were talking a little bit about just the length of time that you've been with the Chamber. It's pretty amazing. What would be some advice you have for us? Well, the Chamber is a business just like any other business, so you have to treat it like that. And people will come. You can't play favorites. Um, be a good listener. Oh, my goodness. And definitely have a sense of humor because those are the sorts of things. You've got to be a people person, but you've got to do things from the business perspective. So those things um, are what I would begin to say. There are a lot of other things. If you, if you have an opportunity to go to the Institute of Management that is put on by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, uh, you'll learn a tremendous amount. It is a great learning program. And also to join your state chamber professionals group, uh, that too is a good networking organization where you they have programs and you can learn from that as well. Well, thanks again, Bonnie, for being on the show today. And thank you for listening in. Stay tuned next week for our first power tip on the Chamber Podcast, an idea that you can take and immediately use to add value to your members. Also this month, we'll be talking about marketing to new members. And in February, I'll be live in Columbus, Ohio at the Chamber Executives Winter Conference, interviewing Chamber directors and also bringing some great content. I hope you have an awesome week this week. Thanks for listening in to the Chamber Podcast.